0: The cat sat on the We'll be right back. Thanks so much for joining us today. I'm Evan Bray. On a snowy morning, depending on what part of the province you're in, the snow is uh, coming down. Visibility around the Saskatoon area, not good. We're hearing about people driving slow. Hazard lights are on. The flashers are on. Um, Road conditions, not the greatest in some segments as well. So that highway hotline, I just checked it. No red on there today. We saw that yesterday on the number one between basically Moose Jaw and Swift Current. Today, no red, so they're calling it season, kind of, seasonal driving, but uh, do take care and definitely in and around the Saskatoon area this morning. Well, we got a full show today. Lots of different things going on. The government of Saskatchewan has just recently announced uh, that they have applied to intervene in the legal challenges on that federal firearms ban. It's currently before the Federal Court of Appeal, so these challenges are going forward. We've got Saskatchewan Ch- Chief Firearms Officer Robert Freeberg, who will be joining me to talk a bit about that. Even though it's February, seeding is something that people have been talking about already. We're going to chat with Real Egg on the Weekend host Sean Haney this morning. We'll talk about spring moisture for seeding. We'll talk about grasshoppers, all of that stuff. And of course, just heading into the Super Bowl weekend, Belton Johnson, Jamie Nye will be by, and 10 o'clock Bugs and Hugs every Friday. A great way to head into the weekend. You got something bugging you, you want to get it off your chest We're more than happy to help you with that. You can always give us a shout and talk about it. Maybe you've got a hug. You want to send out some good things going on and you think someone deserves a pat on the back. We're going to be going to that as well. Coming up now, though, The Big Talker. Let's get down to business, Michelle. Welcome. Let's begin the Evan Bray Show, the big talker. Well, just yesterday, the city of Saskatoon shared some more design concepts as it moves ahead with its plans for a new arena and surrounding entertainment district. They basically gave us a vision of what this is going to look like. The journey to the district, it was called Design Concepts. We saw a name on the building, whether that's going to be the name that sticks or not. Hey, I even saw Ferris Wheel out in front of this great. So I'm super happy that we've got Cynthia Block joining us, Saskatoon City Councillor for Ward 6. Cynthia also the Strat Lead for Downtown Development for the uh, City of Saskatoon as well. And uh, Councillor, thanks for being here. Happy to be here. I really appreciate you popping in. So this facility, this was a pretty big deal yesterday. There was lots of excitement. Lara Fominoff from our newsroom was there. She came back with these 3D goggles where you can actually take a virtual tour. That's a pretty cool thing.
1: You know what? This has been years in the making, as most of your viewers will know. I think we started talking about this, like, before 2018, but it came to council around that time. Mm-hmm. And so it's been, what, almost seven years in right. the making just to get to the point where we can have a visual representation of what we may see mm-hmm. in the future. And I think it's important to understand that, you know, we're not, this isn't a today project. There's not going to be shovels in the ground anytime yeah. soon. We are a long way to go. Right. All through, it's been, take one step if it makes sense. Okay. If it does, then you take another step. This is the culmination of many, many steps, but I think it's a very exciting one because yeah. I think it starts to make you feel like it would, what it would be like to have a place like that in our city.
0: You know, when I saw the, the news release that came out that this was happening yesterday at 10 o'clock, I don't know. I didn't pay too much attention to it, but, uh, but I can honestly say seeing some renderings, seeing some visualized, you know, pictures, it really does, I think, give you some excitement and it hypes you up for what the possibility of this is, even if we're talking eight years down the road, 10 years down the road. So I've, I've heard you talk counselor lots about some of the challenges in Saskatoon. There's, there's a plethora of things that money needs to be focused on, resources need to be focused on. Some people are saying, is this the right time for a project like this how do you balance those two discussions
1: well i think you you're correct we have many things that we have to address as a city and in partnership with our province and many others it's um it's 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 a constant balance to try to figure out what is the right way forward but i can tell you this if i thought that the downtown event and entertainment district was a nice to have I wouldn't be supporting it at this time. Right. It's not. I mean, I think that if you understand the the way that we are losing our competitive edge at both SaskTel Center and TCU Place, you would know that it's important that we, as a city, really consider what we need to be for the future. Not just for you and I, Evan, right. but for our kids and grandkids. Right. I mean, part of the reason, you know, a kid like me who came to Saskatoon as a young adult to go to university and stayed mm-hmm. is because there were the amenities that other cities had in its day. We moved. Railways to get Midtown Plaza. There was a right. Centennial Auditorium uh, being built that was highly controversial. They gave us our first live theater and trade and convention center. I think that good leadership means that you need to have a vision for the future and that you understand that much of your economic um, development, your ability to be more affordable as a city depends on it.
0: Right. Cynthia Block is my guest, Saskatoon City Councillor. So, SaskTel Center, I mean, I, I think through the years and, and I spent many years with Regina Police Service, so lived in Regina, but a, a regular pilgrimage to Saskatoon happens for people all over this province because of the draw, right? SaskTel Center can bring in big concerts, big, big shows, attracts the big names. Do we expect that this downtown center will be even bigger than that?
1: Well, I absolutely do, and I think that's true both for SaskTel, S- I'm sorry, for I mean we'll call it Saskatchewan place yeah, for now for because sure. we don't know what the future will hold for that. So I think that it's it will be a place for everyone in this province and beyond. We know that we get draws from beyond. Mm-hmm. We are able to um provide an exceptional quality of um concerts and other uh great entertainment at SaskTel Center. But we are losing business, mm-hmm. and the 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 numbers show that we will lose this at a, at an accelerating rate as time goes on. One of the biggest problems is the it, we need to double the height of the roof. That's not really a renovation. <laughs> it's uh, it, a and, and if we can't attract them, what does that mean? It means that all of those tourism dollars, all of those hotel dollars, all of those restaurant dollars, all of those jobs. Um, are going to be, the the beneficiary is going to be Edmonton and Calgary or potentially Regina. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it's important that we stay focused on a city that is, doesn't want to be a flyover city, that wants to keep our kids and grandkids uh, gainfully employed in our city and in our province. And I think that if we can do things like that we already know that uh, we can attract um, folks from just, not just across Saskatchewan, but across Alberta and, and Manitoba as mm-hmm. well. And so if we are able to create the type of facility that concert goers need today and, um, the promoters are requiring of us today, I think you will see, uh, that the Saskatchewan place would be You know, utilize not just on a far greater basis more often, Mm -hmm. but would also increase revenue quite dramatically.
0: Cynthia Block is my guest, Saskatoon city councilor. You mentioned Regina. I, you know, I'm saying this and I know I'm going to get tomatoes thrown at me, but I think Saskatoon has traditionally been more progressive when it comes to developing the downtown. Uh, Regina's downtown hasn't developed the same way. Are there any conversations that happen between the two cities? Like, I guess where I'm going with this is, Maybe the province isn't big enough for two big downtown arenas, or or is it? And are those conversations that happen between the two cities?
1: You know, I, I they don't directly that, not that I'm aware of. But I think it's important to know that I think both cities are, are are growing at a at a pretty exceptional level, and that we need to plan for the future. And I I know that Regina is also interested to um, provide a, another type of um, event center in their own city. And I think that that's, I think our, our province can absolutely support both. Can they support the, the type of facility that Saskatoon is trying to build in its downtown? It, they probably wouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because we're, we're different. We're unique cities. Um, Regina's got, you know, mosaic and yep. that's a, a place we all look forward to, to visiting. I think, I think there's room for both.
0: Are we going to get an NHL team now?
1: <laughs> i'd be the wrong person to ask about that, but i can say this that um i think that we uh, we've always been a city and a province that is punched above its weight and i love the, the that we never say never and that right. we never say that we're not big enough we're not right. good enough we absolutely can do the things that we set our minds to do and i believe that you know at some point in the future that conversation will probably happen bringing this into the downtown where infrastructure and services already exist where we have a great entertainment life already is just going to make that more attractive and by creating a facility that has the option to expand uh an ability to to bring in um it, this is just my view yep. some some type of um uh sports uh, uh team I think is is possible in the future
0: talking with Cynthia Block Saskatoon City Councillor also the strategic lead for downtown development which is exactly what we're talking about with this new uh, entertainment district okay so I'm pumped up I'm excited and now we have to talk about how we're going to pay for it so what what does that look like councillor what are what are the plans going forward
1: so I'll just say straight off this is not a project that will be designed and created on the backs of taxpayers I think that there are elements of this project that that don't even require it, and one of them I think to me will be the event center and we haven 't really talked about tcu it 's really important to understand that the that our ability to attract um, uh, conferences tra- this trading convention center is a money maker right. and it does all sorts of things to create economic development and, and activity and good jobs in our city. And so that will be a big deal in order to attract a whole pile of other conferences that will, um, you know, certainly be a, a huge addition to our city. In terms of how you pay for those actual bricks and mortar, it's going to be a combination. It's going to be all of us together. If we can't get all of us together, it's probably not going to happen. So. Um, provincial contribution, federal contribution, um, private partner contribution, uh, potential legislative change to get tax incremental financing. That is a big one. This is how event centers are being funded in areas across North America and they're doing so very successfully right. in, in ways that over time you, you can actually create a district without going directly to increase the mill rate. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't mean that depending on what our community wants that there won't be some impact. Are we going to build a, a park in there are we going to have a linear park are there is there going to be playground infrastructure I mean there are potential opportunities to talk about that in the future and I think that that's the other thing that I really want folks to understand is that this will not happen overnight if council approves the funding plan that's just the beginning of the next step and then once once you get shovel ready or shelf ready as we like to call it you can then see what programs on what uh, partnerships can be created to begin any area of that downtown event and entertainment district, so if there 's a program for example, to um, you know do something around trade and convention centers, we want to be ready and those are the, the the really important pieces is to be ready to be shelf ready, and then you you talk about how you 're going to fund the entirety of it specifically one by one each piece will probably come together over the course of a much longer period of time than people realize and some of us are perhaps a bit impatient about that but i really think that a that a good project one that is designed for the future in a way that is sustainable economically and a place where everyone can see themselves um being a part of whether they buy a ticket anywhere or not is going to be foundational to the plan And we just need to sit back and say, yes, we have a grand vision but this will be many years in the making.
0: Right. We've got about a minute left, uh, counselor, before I let you go. How, how will Saskatoon, and, and maybe even broader than Saskatoon, uh, residents be able to provide input to this? I know there's already been some of those community town halls and opportunities. Will there be more of that? Things like you, you talked about playgrounds and, and those types of amenities, parking is something that comes up. I'm sure there's lots of things that people are going to want to give an opinion on. Uh, will that be part of what council considers going forward?
1: So we there will be a round two of, an, of engagement, and I and I can't tell you exactly when that's going to be, but I can tell you that that what you, we saw yesterday mm-hmm. um, was absolutely. Part one of yeah. the engagement that we heard from our community. What I love about those concept plans, and I don't know how closely anyone's had a chance to look at them, but folks said they want green space. Yeah. They want a playground. They want playground equipment in the downtown. They want to be able to, um, experience the, 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 the center of the downtown and connect it to other parts of the downtown in ways that are livable and walkable. And, you know, not necessarily by vehicle, but on your parking question no worries and we have a long uh answer for that that we might have to do another day but it's connected to a whole host of things that we have committed to things that already exist in the downtown and crucially the bus rapid transit program um having a modern transportation system is so pivotal to creating um you know a a city that is growing Mm -hmm. we are no longer a small city we can maybe be a small, big city or a big, small city, but we are definitely growing at a at an unprecedented level and we need to be ready.
0: Councillor, this has been great. I appreciate you popping in. I appreciate the work that's gone into the, the vision that you shared with the province yesterday. And uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about this more in the near future. Thanks for having me. That is Councillor Cynthia Block, Saskatoon City Councillor for Ward 6, also strategic lead for downtown development for the City of Saskatoon, talking about the excitement that followed yesterday's announcement with the arena plans uh, in the city of Saskatoon. You're listening to 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.